Yeah. What okay. did I mean? What did I just say? Okay. So the cassette is infuriating. The cassette's method of dining. Right. Okay. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. So hey, it's Saturday Omaha, people, and uh, we're here to bring you another morsel, which is our short format, uh, meaning we'll keep it under three hours, um, about uh, restaurants that we've been to and we'd like to tell you about. And today, TJ and I went to Tix Teco, which I've been here now three times. And this is actually a recommend from Jess and Paul Urban of Block 16. And you can find Tix Teco at 2216 South 16th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, mm, 68108. That's a new zip code uh, read back there, TJ. What'd you think about that? It's a, it's it's very jaunty. Um, oh, good. Oh, good. There, there's a good energy to it. You're you're definitely uh, definitely breaking new ground in these zip code reading annals. Excellent, excellent. I uh, I think I'm going to teach at some kind of uh, zip code symposium uh, for whence I will uh, expouse and expand upon zip codes and how they should be read in the audio format, which is how things are read because audio all right so let's uh let's get to some food so texteco uh has been on 16th for a while but they were in a small tiny building and recently uh, a few months ago they moved across the street to a slightly bigger building which was briefly z's cafe and it's a um it looks like it might have been a gas station or repair shop at some point uh but nicely stuccoed i would say and uh and and, and a nice color to it a, a peachy tan tuscan pueblin uh, color yeah it definitely if if you wanted to go to somewhere that serves tacos in the inner city you you would want this kind of spot although i suppose it feels a little more suburban in that area there's, there's definitely a yeah. lot of houses around I I was kind of wondering what it used to be myself because it does have the two like garage bay type Full. doors on the front. Yes, but uh, now well we are moving into winter now. We are uh, therefore those won't be terribly useful. I imagine oh. in an era where uh, air circulation is important. Yes, that uh, assuming those are still roll up like they once did. Uh, having been on the inside, it looks like they're very functional. Yes. Oh goody! I hope so because I could I could totally I'm. I'm tipping my hand on my review here just a little bit, but I could totally go in with those open, like, say, on a nice, warmish spring day. Yes. And have me some good food and enjoy the atmosphere. I like this concept. Indeed. And uh, because, and this is one thing we didn't have today, but they do fresh juices there. So they will take, like, a whole gosh darn ever mother loving pineapple and shrink it down into a glass just for you or possibly a cucumber or carrot juice so i could definitely see with those doors open on a nice hot day having an ice cold juice and a big plate of tacos that would be kind of fun really and they have some patio sitting outside and a few tables inside but as the temporary necessity for us is a little bit different we once again were eating in the parking lot area in the socially distanced honda minivan and guest tom in the socially distanced chevy indeed there again on the curb appeal section not a lot of parking but pretty comfortable for the uh the curbside semi-communal at a distance type eating situation what does that work out if it was an acronym 
Sysadits. Sysadits. It would be Sysadits, Dave. No, you don't need to help me anywhere here. It's clearly Sysadits. This is obvious. So cassettes. I don't know why you wouldn't have... Yes. Cassettes? That's what I just said. Cassettes. You never listen to me, Dave. Darn it. I I told you once. It's it's not that hard. I'm sorry. It's a simple acronym. It'll never happen again. It's Cassettes. Cassettes. Yeah. What okay. did I mean? What did I just say? Okay. So the cassettes this is infuriating. The cassettes method of dining. Right. Okay. That's that's what we do. We we have cassettes, and and so in the cassettes method of dining, um, eating outside. The, the yes, the the parking is decent. There's a few spaces directly in the parking lot, and then uh, quite a few along the street side for your uh, curb pickup parking proclivities. Uh, yes, curb pickup. Parking per, 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 perclivities perclivities is is that a way of making coffee? It sounds delicious. Yes, it's after your percolator breaks. Uh, you use the proclivities to fix it. No, no, the perclivities. Oh, perclivities. Oh, yes, a, it's a way of life it involving is. making coffee with boiling water. That's right, and uh, it it really is. It is. It is a way of life. It's very very meta ethereal, and um, it's a hot and fresh way of life. It is both hot and perclivities. Yes. <laughs> also my favorite greek philosopher oh definitely we won't talk about your two other favorite greek philosophers no now i'm just thinking of however many other uh categories we're oh. going to get into like if we do seafood do we start doing mispronouncing nautical terms <laughs> possibly so possibly so that all right so as the coxswain of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> what what would what kind of food did you have today? I don't know, but you are officially the coxswain of this podcast <laughs> forever now, no question. I don't know what my role is. I I I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm gonna go swap the poop deck. Um <laughs> that that being said, yes, food. Uh we had some. It it was delicious. Let's let's talk All right, about it. podcast over. Your pod, that, that was it. You know, we described where it is and told people to go eat there. Isn't that our job? That's what we do. It's it's fine. Uh so, <laughs> So, first of all, uh, they have a uh, nice breakup of the menu. If you want a taco or burrito in the American style, the Tex-Mex style, you can get it. You can look on the menu and order a burrito Americano or a taco Americano, which then you will get the typical shredded cheese, lettuce, and tomato. But if you order off of the remainder of the menu, you will get the traditional Mexican or, you know, south of the border preparation. So a street taco with cilantro and onion or burrito Ooh. with cilantro and onion, etc. Ooh, so uh, I'm, yes. I'm going to stop you right there. Mind okay. you, I didn't have one of the tacos. Yes. Um, I, I put my, my ordering them. in your hands on this one. You did. And uh, I was not disappointed. Once again, reviewing before the review, but... As the official coxswain of this uh, podcast, yes, I'm going to allow it. Uh, so the, I assume the shell on my my quesadilla was very similar to the taco. Is that uh, similar in size? Because I I would say those there it was it was noticeably larger than your average street taco, and I did have the same size shell on uh, two items. That TJ, yes, is because I've been there twice before. And I know my way around this menu. You said, Dave, I'm trusting you with my order. I did not want you to go away empty-stomached. Oh, I uh, I had no doubt on that. Yes. So to answer your question, the tacos are a standard, what you would see, street 
street taco sized taco, smaller shell, uh, filled with good ingredients and a decent amount. But the uh, quesadilla masa, which you had, is a larger beast and uh, has a heavier uh, masa, well, corn shell, and it's thicker and chewier, which now that we're getting into the quesadilla masa, TJ, I heard you had the quesadilla masa. Why don't you tell me about that thing? Indeed. Well, I was going to get into it. Uh, so just just to be entirely clear, these street tacos are street taco yes. sized? Correct. Okay. That that was a good question because the shell on the, uh, the quesadilla masa and... Darn it, Dave, what's the other uh, singular item? Oh, it you a got a gordita. Oh, a gordita. Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, in both cases, I think the gordita had, it was a double shell device and a little bit uh, thinner than the uh, the quesadilla masa yes. shell. But still but, toothsome. Yes. A, a very similar grind of masa and uh, moisture content in said shell. So a very similar... Uh, yes, Coxwain. Yes. A very similar. I'm I'm trying to work around it just enough that you can decide to How cut that out later if you Cox do. Swain? What do I? What do I? Yes, Coxwain. I we I Cox think it's Swain? that. Sadly, it is sun. By the way, which is how you get the the boat sung sun, like 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 the the shiny thing in the in the sky sun or your boy child. No, no, no. It it Swain is not pronounced Swain. Oh, so if you have a a boat Swain, that's the bosun. Oh. So sadly, Coxswain is probably Cossin or Coxin or something, something along those lines. <laughs> right. There's Russian interference in this podcast. There's oh. Cossacks all over the place. I thought that was the bone I was sitting on in my Cossacks. <laughs> no, no. If, if you sit on the Cossacks, there are horrible repercussions. <laughs> oh, dear. Why are we talking about food? So, <laughs> yeah, TJ, the, how uh, is it? The, uh, the grind of the masa is... Uh, pr- probably medium, not and, quite fine, but definitely not dance. coarse. <laughs> <laughs> the masa grind, or is this a macarena joke? <laughs> the grind of the masa. <laughs> I liked it, but I thought it was a little corny. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so the grind of the masa was a little bit, it was somewhere in the medium range and with a higher moisture content. So you wound up with. Uh, the uh, the comfort food level, the uh, the softness, the general uh, uh, not quite pasta like it was a higher moisture content. That pleasant Toothsome. sort of comfort food uh, type thing mm-hmm. that I generally order a flour tortilla instead of a masa tortilla to get was there, yep. but also with the hardiness of a masa shell they're they could, heavy man yeah you could you could throw out all of the uh the flower options and tell me you only had masa and i would just be fine with that these right, are nice yes we're usually i'm like give me the flour tortilla give me the flour tortilla because i except for street taco i'm fine with the with the corn tortilla but on everything else and i'm like here give me that masa yeah especially that heavier one on the quesadilla where it was thick enough that it was almost like like a solid polenta of sorts. It was almost creamy in and of itself. So the quesadilla was creamy and cheesy and good all the way through. It's almost unfair to the gordita for me to start the review with the quesadilla. Because the quesadilla, Aww. the flavor, man. Uh-huh. That was 
That was steak, yes. That was, that was a beefy That's device. That's right. You got the... I ordered you the asada. I won't say steak asada, because that's redundant. The asada quesadilla masa. So, yeah, I wanted to make sure there wasn't just some sort of weird, like, mole seasoning magic happening to uh, to pork. I didn't think so. That tasted like good beef to me. But mm-hmm. there was a whole heck of a lot of flavor in that beef. So you had the... The comfort food, the creaminess, the cheesy flavors, white cheese, by the way, as it ought to be in a Mexican dish, generally. I mean, not that I don't love me some cheddar, but uh, you had all that going on, and then that extra flavorful, extra hearty beef. Um, I have the menu up behind your head, but there are a great many items on it. Do you happen to remember the cost on that uh, that quesadilla? I do, as a matter of fact. Your steak quesadilla masa was a mere $3.99. That, sir, is a bargain. That is a very hearty item for 4 bucks, and uh, I, I'm going to count a little bit of flavor tax in there. I'm, I'm going to say that is there, and even with that, it's still... Four bucks is a darn good price for that. I could eat a couple of those and call it lunch. It wouldn't necessarily be fatter day lunch, but I'd be pretty darn happy with my price to food to flavor ratio. That in and of itself does a pretty darn good job. That single quesadilla masa at three ninety nine will slap the shit out of anything on the Taco Bell menu. Oh, so we are we are definitely going explicit on this one. I and figured I'd yes, beep it out. I I agree. It well. Uh, that's that's almost an unfair comparison there because, I mean, I would expect it to beat up Taco Bell's menu, you know, all up and down the place. But yeah, any any similar cost option that you can get at a drive-thru, it will, it will do some serious harm. It's, oh, well, gosh, now I, now I got to compete with like Abelardo's or anything, but their flavor here is way, way better. It's the, the ingredients is is far and above. Not that I don't love me Alina's burrito on occasion. I'm not saying negative things here about our our mini 24-hour drive-through type options. That is a needed thing. But four bucks, all the flavor, Uh all the cheese, Uh all the masa. Mm -hmm. I am pro my uh, Mm. quesadilla masa asada. Excellent. This is the one thing that I knew I had to make sure that you had because I've had it. I love it. It is a necessary item for your first visit to Tixteco, no question. Uh, I did not get you the street tacos, which are, they're great. You can get everything from Al Pastor, Asada. They have goat. Uh, You can get all types of things, but I wanted to make sure that you had a good filling meal. And TJ kind of gave me a challenge Indirectly, uh, he gave me a numeric figure, and his happy numeric figure was like, I'd kind of like to spend 20 bucks today. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what I can do for you for 20 bucks. And I got you out the door right about $20 with tip and tax. So we, we don't do the whole cost analysis on the Saturday morsel, but we got some good value. So let's, let's transition, uh, if you will, over to the Gordita, which we both got now. The gordita, I ordered a different meat for us. Yes, TJ. Oh, sorry. I uh, 
I, I'm doing things in the background. By all means, continue with the oh. different meat on the gordita. I uh, I had an idea, and I did not mean to signal a stop. That was oh, no worries. That was poor podcasting on my part. That's okay. When the coxswain shoots up a flare, we respect that. There's nowhere to go with this that doesn't make it worse. Dave, take it away from the meats. Right. So the gordita was the next thing that we got, and uh, I wanted to get this with a different meat. So again, like the tacos, you can get your choice of many, many different things. Uh, Al pastor, uh, pork being one of them, chicken, and they they actually have chicken and seasoned chicken. I'd say go with the seasoned chicken, but today we got the pork. And this is a similar item to the quesadilla masa, a little bit different in that it's a gordita. It's a fat little pocket of goodness. And inside there are beans and the meat of your choice. And it's all inside of, again, this masa outside. But I think it's a little bit thinner probably than the quesadilla masa. I did not have the quesadilla masa today, TJ. So could you compare these shells a little bit there? Um, they are a little bit drier, which they are not dry. It's still still that quasi-comfort food, still still the higher moisture content masa-type device, uh-huh. but not nearly as much as the quesadilla was. This is closer to what you would expect out of your uh, your workaday masa shell, but it definitely works for this type of contrivance. It has the uh, the hardiness to go with the smoothness of the bean and meat combo. Yes, and this sucker comes in at a mere $3.75. It's a little cheaper than the quesadilla masa. I did not detect any cheese in my gordita, which is okay, but it's a savory item. I mean, it's a toothsome corn shell that is soft but has some bite to it, and you have a bunch of meat and beans. Uh, That's a pretty savory, gosh darn handheld right there, and tasty. I did not find any pineapple in my al pastor, so I don't know if it is cooked with pineapple, etc., but here's a little secret. Dave does not like pineapple on his al pastor, and I know it's a thing, and I know it's a standard thing, but I was not disappointed that there was not pineapple in my gordita. I have mixed feelings on the gordita. I agree again. I Oh, I don't have to save any of this for the end review because this is a morsel. That's right. I can talk about cost as much as I want. Different format. Yep. At $3.75, absolutely. Um, I would probably wind up ordering maybe the seasoned chicken or asada. I'm not sure I would go al pastor again. It was not bad, but it was not everything that I hoped that it would be. There was flavor, but not as much as the other items. Yeah, given what they have on offer, again... Would I order this over any number of other taco, gordita, you know, meat and shell type devices I've had? Sure. At three seventy five, is it a win? Yes. Um, however, this was not as as strongly flavored, and certainly not in the the fruity, citrusy. I've I have uh, heretofore had al pastor with orange. Sometimes, as opposed to uh, pineapple juices or a blend thereof, um, whatever fruit type device end of the flavor spectrum was not as strong in this as I have had in a number of uh, marinated al pastor type things. And I was kind of missing it here. It was not as flavorful as the other items. Still flavor, still good, but yeah, falls up. Uh, 
falls short of what I now know Tixteco is otherwise capable of. Gotcha. So still win, but not as much to my taste. All right. Sounds like that uh, famous poem, uh, Heretofore Al Pastor. Okay. So uh, leading forward then and sallying forth as we do, uh, just real quick. So TJ, the, the quesadilla masa would be your choice out of the two. Coming oh, out of goodness. The yes. Okay. All right. And, and with the asada. Okay. Sounds good. So we're kind of moving into some serious flavor territory right about now. The next item that I got you, TJ, and the item that I got, I haven't had either at Texteco before, So, but I know how much you like them. Um, but before I get there, I wanted to talk about the chips and guac. Um, the chips and guac are the only item on the menu that have no price listed. It is the first time that I have ever seen chips and guac listed as M slash P, market price. I mean, if you got to ask how much the guac is, then you can't afford it. But here at Fatterday Omaha, we go all in when it comes to food. So I'm like, you give me that guacamole. I'll take that market price risk. And I walked in and they said, you really don't want this. Why don't you have these four lobsters and this a five grade Wagyu beef instead because it's cheaper. Okay, so no, they didn't. Uh, the guac actually came out at about seven dollars and change. Uh, was a full pint of guac though, one of those uh, smaller deli style containers with uh, onion, cilantro, and uh, some tomato in there. A a decent guac. I think probably the reason is is that they are freshly smashing these avocados, and the price of avocados can vary by season. So there it is. But that's how much my guac was today. Is it the you know world's most amazing guac that I've ever had? No. Is it a good fresh guac, nice and green and well done and a decent amount? You betcha. But let us then go forth as previously stated to super flavorful things because the next things you and I had both had their mole. And that's, uh, I have mixed feelings on mole at any given time. It is pretty reliably interesting and varies strongly from mole to mole. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I'm not going to say I wish I ordered something else because it is pretty reliably interesting. There's so much going on in mole. Yeah. Sometimes it's dark. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's bitter. This was, hmm, I don't know if I'd call it sweet per se. This is a very savory thing. Yes. A wildly savory thing. Yeah, it's like I where I likened it to at the end because so so just to be clear here, TJ, you had ground beef enchiladas mole. I had chicken mole. So you had a couple of enchiladas with ground beef mole sauce, and I think they put some cheese or some crema or something on top. Mine was actually two chicken legs bathed in mole with Ooh. some sesame seed on top. So uh I think I'm going to finish out my review of the enchiladas mole because I want to hear all about that uninterrupted. Yeah, tell me about the, the enchiladas. So you, you are correct. There was actually quite a bit of cheese on top, and uh, I that seemed sour cream to me. Maybe it was a thicker crema, but I think it was a, a straight-up sour cream on top, and then some lettuce and tomato more over to the side than on top so I could really dig into the enchiladas on their own. I kind of appreciate that as a presentation uh, method there 
where I can because I, I I don't like getting the lettuce combined with the enchilada and always as needed. Yeah, because yeah. there's lettuce is bitter, and I wish more people who serve it up would understand that it's not super bitter, but it does change the flavor profile of the thing that goes on. And maybe I don't want it in this bite, but maybe I want it in that other one. This allows me to do that now. The ground beef, uh, seasoned in some way, kind of not muted. It was exactly what it should have been in this preparation. It did exactly what it needed to do. Could I tell you what was going on in the ground beef? No, because it was seasoned and it was not so strongly so that it stood out, but if it was under seasoned, it also would have stood out. In this case, it was just a nice part of the dish. It was a good protein to be stuffed inside of this delicious mole wrapper. Excellent. This is probably the best mole I have had to date. (gasps) It was not too sweet. It was not too bitter. It had all of those dark and savory and salty various sweet notes going on. It did all the things I expect that a mole to do, but the balance was a lot better. It didn't go too far in any one direction, and it had all of the things. So it was decidedly interesting, decidedly complex, and I could have more of it. I could have less of it. It works really well and plays really nice with all the things and was a deeply savory and satisfying uh, deal. So yeah, I would enchiladas mole, or in your case, chicken mole. I'd mole all the things with this mole. Holy mole. But did I like it? Yes. <laughs> Dave, tell me about the chicken. I'm glad you answered possibly my question, but but your own. Uh, yeah, so the, the chicken mole, uh, a little different, because I'm like, well, if TJ's getting the enchiladas, because that was on my list too, I'm like, I'm going to get something a little different. And uh, they had a picture of this on their Facebook as well. And I'm like, oh, hey chicken mole it is because I, I wanted some deeply savory mole uh this was two chicken legs in a just bathed in in a good pint of mole sauce and then there were sprinkled sesame seeds on top of the chicken served with beans and rice the uh, rice was not uh, a sticky rice they were good individual grains nice color and i thought the beans were tasty too so those were both good good rice and beans actually yeah just to chime in briefly a uh, a well-seasoned Spanish rice, Mexican rice type thing. Not super tomatoey, just enough in there to give it that nice savory kind of sweet thing that tomato does. A hint of, I assume, you know, cumin and whatever other spices were involved there. This is, we have recently had a, a saffron rice, which is one of my favorite things. Quite right. This almost had that level of delicacy where it was... yeah. Not not super strongly anything, but a very full-bodied and complex flavor. This was particularly good rice, and I almost completely skipped over it. I'm glad you mentioned That's it. That's okay. A good a good side, and uh, since you did not wish beans today, I got you double rice instead. But on to the chicken mole. So again, sauce, sesame seeds. Then they give you a packet of corn tortillas to go with it, and I did a couple of things. So I took some of the chicken. I ate some of the chicken. I pulled some of the chicken off the bone. And then I put it on this tortilla and slathered it with mole. 
and this stuff is delicious. It is slightly spicy. It is not destructively spicy, but if you're a person who is completely um, adverse or averse to heat, it may be a little much for you because um, it does have a little bit of a kick to let you know that it's there, but certainly not overpowering. But that deep flavor that TJ is describing, it is definitely here. And I really enjoyed shredding the chicken off of the bone and putting it in this tortilla with the mole sauce. And I'm like, I'm just going to eat some of this by itself. And then I, you could just kind of go back and forth with how you wanted to eat this. And where I kind of got out of this, TJ, is you know when you go to a good Indian spot and you get a good, like, chicken curry and how satisfying a good chicken curry is? This is that. It's this good, thick sauce with some tasty chicken, that deep flavor, complex notes. I don't know what all they put in here. Sometimes moles have chocolate in them. I don't know if that was there. It was not overly sweet. I really like the spice, and this was a tasty sauce. Would definitely recommend trying the mole out if you are a mole fan, um, as long as, again, if you uh, don't mind just a little bit of heat. Uh, TJ, did you find your mole sauce with the enchiladas that have a little bit of heat in there as well? Yeah, just a little bit of bite. It was not super strongly pronounced. I This may be me stereotyping a cuisine, but generally with Mexican, I do expect some amount of heat in most of the things. And this was about that level where I, I kind of took it for granted. But yeah, now that you say it, there was a little bit of spice to it, just enough to make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. So just such a solid dish. Uh, this guy came in at uh, right around 10 bucks. TJ's enchiladas were $8.99. Those are on the dinner menu, so they come with beans and rice. And uh, I, I just really like this dish. Uh, knocked it out of the park for me today. Really hit the uh, savory notes, uh, which is kind of a, a hit of uh, flavor and uh, satians that I like to get on a fatter day, you know, something with some deep flavor that it's like, yeah, I'm totally glad that I ate this. This completely delivered on that side of the fence. I, I think you have summed it up well for me as well on the, uh, the enchiladas mole is that, that satiating goodness where this feels like a good decision. And now yes. that you tell me the, the overall cost 20 bucks post tip is 100% worth it for this meal. But uh, now that you tell me the 899 on the enchiladas mole, that with two sides, that's that is a win. Yeah, completely and especially because of the time and ingredients involved in making a good mole for sure. I mean, that's that's going to take some effort. So that those are our foods. Uh, guest Tom had the uh, quesadilla grande with shredded beef, which the quesadilla grande is more of a, uh, a Tex-Mex style quesadilla, flour tortilla, cut into triangles, etc. And uh, Tom said that uh, he really liked it and that there was good meat distribution throughout the quesadilla. So if you're looking for a, uh, you know, a more typical Tex-Mex type quesadilla, you can get the quesadilla grande. Or if you want to go with something different, and my personal recommendation, uh, the quesadilla masa, because it's just different, cheesy, meaty, and delicious. But I do believe, TJ, that that takes us into the summary section of this morsel, which uh, here on Fatterday Omaha, in the morsel format, we talk about the hook and the hint, just our quick way of wrapping up our overview of the restaurant. So for me... The hook here is there are different things on this menu. This quesadilla masa, 
the chicken mole, the uh, gordita. They're just a little bit different than I've had at other Mexican places uh, and other, you know, south of the border places, because obviously Mexico is not the only place that makes tacos and other things like that. So just want to be clear. Um, but everything's just a little bit different. And also the pricing. The pricing is fantastic. Uh, great value on these individual items. I would say that the gordita and the quesadilla masa for that extra dollar over the street taco give you a little bit more bang for your buck. TJ, anything you'd like to add to the hook area? Not all that much. You've kind of got it in one here. It's, it's a little bit different than is normally offered. It's things that, I mean, it's not like I've explored all of Mexico here, but they seem more authentic it gets more into the the different areas the not so standard yeah the the hook is kind of everything even just eating outside there's, the a, hook there's is the a certain yeah there's a certain atmosphere it feels non-pretentious it, it yeah it's nice but isn't trying really hard to be anything specific it's it's not outlandish it's a nice place to eat good food yeah and there are interesting things on the menu it's hearty fare it's priced nicely yeah the the hook is the whole shebang if if i have to uh sum it up granted the uh the choice of masa shells for all the masa offerings is good the rice is a particularly good example of that type of seasoned rice. All of these things. But for me, the hint, uh, sorry, the hook is mole. Ooh, indeed. Uh, indeed. Also, also asada and masa, but mole. <laughs> well, and, and you know, the other thing is there's interesting things like those fresh juices. If you want fresh carrot juice or cucumber juice, like they make it right before your eyes. Uh, there's soups on the menu that we didn't even get into. There's like areas of this menu that we didn't yeah, even venture forth to. So quite the uh, quite the place, neat stuff. Mole. Mole. So that's where I was going to get into the hint. The hint for me is order the quesadilla masa with your choice of tasty meat and get something with mole on it. That's it. That's my hint. Uh, I would tell you to steer towards the the gordita, the quesadilla masa, or, you know, like I said, the enchilada, the, the plates. Um, unless you're a huge street taco fan, and then go for the street tacos. They're going to be just fine. Try the goat. Um, I've had that, and uh, there's there's good stuff there. I just uh, bang for the buck. The quesadilla masa and the gordita are on point for me. So, yeah, the, uh, the gordita was my less uh, favored item of the bunch, but sure. definitely the quesadilla masa is a solid recommend, especially with that super-duper flavorful asada in there. That was just a darn good satisfying thing for three and change. Mm -hmm. That's pretty a pretty solid win. That's a very good this thing and. And yes, yeah. mole. Mm -hmm. The hook is mole. And the hint <laughs> is mole. Because all kinds of flavor, super satisfying. Yeah, it would be very hard to go wrong. That said, again, it looks like there's a lot going on that would make you happy. But those those items in particular. Yeah. So once again, the hook and the hint is mole. And, and if that wasn't enough, just remember Chef Paul Urban from Block 16, name drop Tix Teco on the uh, Saturday Omaha Food Recognized Food episode. And he's like, uh, I'm going here weekly. So just saying, 
if 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 our recommendation wasn't already good enough, uh, let's throw some block sixteen weight on there as well. So, with that, TJ, I believe we. I I think we have enough weight. Oh yes, we do. No question. Uh, so with that, then that wraps up this Saturday Omaha morsel for Tix Teco. Uh, Mexican restaurant, again, found at 2216 South 16th Street in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, with that, uh, I'm Dave. I'm TJ. And uh, eat this. Thanks for eating with us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. A Hoda Media Put.